0: Welcome back to the channel for another interview. Special guest today, my good buddy, man, all the way from Iowa, Mr. Jeremiah Tacker.
1: What's going on, Cody? How you doing, man?
0: I am great, buddy. So those who don't know Jeremiah, man, okay, so he's, um, he's got over 100 writing agents on the final expense side that he works with and helps. He's writing millions a year in life insurance premium, uh, just an overall, like all around really good dude. Man, wh- how, did this, how did this all happen? Right, I mean, you're like, you probably didn't. There was probably a point in life years ago where you where you were like, I don't see myself, you know, earning a bunch of money and helping a bunch of agents and you know, doing this insurance thing. So what what's what's the ride been like for you? Um, how long have you have been in the industry and what's it look like so far?
1: Yeah, man, uh, I've been in the industry for almost 15 years. Wow. Um, you know, it's hard to believe I look this good and still been in the industry for fifteen that's, years. But... That's
0: right, bro. That's right.
1: <laughs> but it can be done. So it can be done. You can still look good and, and be in here for a long time. But oh, yeah, man, it uh, it's it's been a journey. Um, you know, it's it's a long story, and I'll kind of I'll, I'll narrow it down. But yeah, man, I was I was working retail when I got out of school, uh, graduated college with a degree, but working retail, and uh, you know, just was talking to my manager was moving up the chain there. But, you know, when I thought about it, I wanted to grow a family and be a part of my kids, you know, events and, and be part of their deal. And, and I found out, you know, in retail, working holidays, you're working weekends, you know, it's hard to do that stuff. And so I actually jumped out and, and got into, I went down to a, a an agency, um, like a, that, that puts you in jobs. And and so I went down to mm-hmm. them. I filled out some stuff, did some computer tests and all that stuff. And about six months later, I got uh, a job call, a uh, full-time job at, a, at an insurance company, Transamerica Life Insurance Company here in Cedar Rapids. Uh, so started out there and spent uh, about uh, 10 years there with them. Uh, got licensed when I moved into the, the sales area in 2013, started doing it part-time. Um, and then when I was let go, uh, from there, due to uh, my position moving over to Denver, and I couldn't make that move due to my family and and some things uh, in, in that regard, um, you know, I jumped out into the insurance industry and started doing a full-time, uh, was just killing it, and then got an offer from a good friend of mine that had an agency that was, well, this agency right here, the Personal Producer Network. Um, he was, you know, working on his last couple of years of, of retiring and, uh, you know, Asked me if I wanted to take the opportunity to take over his agency. Uh, so I bought in, uh, took it over. It was kind of failing. He wasn't putting much time into it. He was, you know, working on retirement. And I came in and, and from 2017 on have uh, really grown this uh, from doing, like I said, uh, just over, just shy of a million dollars in production. So now we're, I've almost, uh, uh, what, uh, did that by four times. So we'll do yeah. almost four, 4 million this year. So it's going to, it's been an interesting ride. That's
0: awesome, man. What, what was, uh, I mean, I'm guessing you weren't the dude on career day saying I want to be an insurance. Um, what got your interest and attention for this industry?
1: Um, man, it happened way back, way back in the day. Um, so my, my father actually, my father passed away when I was eight years old. Um, he was, uh, I won't go into details, but he he passed away when I was eight and, you know, seeing my mom, struggle because my dad had life insurance, but not a lot. Mm. Um, you know, the only thing that saved us was how that he passed away. We went through some legal stuff and we got some money from that, uh, which my mom shares that story with me today. You know, I know more about it than I did then, but my mom i struggled for a long time uh, because my dad didn't have life insurance and, and left behind three boys and, and a wife. Um, uh, mm. so, um, you know, going through that, you know, we were able to have a decent childhood because of some legal things that happened after that. But, you know, my mom tells me today that she would have struggled if it was just the life insurance that she had, because my dad didn't have enough, even though he had some, she would have struggled. She would have struggled even more than what she did there. So that, as she shared that story with me, as I got older, um, that just kind of resonated with me. And once I got into, you know, uh, you know, fell into the insurance industry through, you know, part-time work, um, you know, and jumping on, it just resonated to me, like, maybe this is where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to do. Then as as more opportunities arose, um, I just, I kept grabbing them and kept gravitating towards people like yourself and and others that are doing well in this industry and wanting to help people and, and uh, you know, just yeah. finding myself doing the same stuff.
0: Yeah. And you had that personal experience that, you know, there's a story that, that you can share and that you can help others and make sure that others are Taken care of and protected, you know. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, h- how did it go? So, you were you were you were at an insurance uh, carrier or um, the full time job. Then you went licensed 2013 part time. How did it start out um, part time wise? And did having experience as a full time job with a carrier actually
1: help or not really? Um. It it did in a sense, um, but it kind of narrowed my vision because so I I. Once I got into the sales side of, of the insurance carrier, um, I was able to get licensed. So I didn't have access to all the other other systems that, you know, can like processing and things like that. So that me get licensed, but I was only allowed to write that insurance carrier. So I was kind of restricted. Um, yeah. So it did help me um, in a way because it, uh, you know, as growing up in that insurance carrier, I learned a lot about what an app goes through, um, you know, what's. Uh, how the process works. And obviously writing that carrier, I had some, some inside friends, you know, that I could work and get things through. Uh, It totally changed though. Once I, once I got away from the carrier and went out, uh, you know, went out on kind of my own uh, because I I still had those connections, but I didn't have those with other carriers. So I had to learn other processes, other e-apps, other, you know, get other connections. And so I'm going to help me with that carrier specifically, but being so uh, kind of restricted, kind of hindered me a little bit. So until I got out and, you know, uh, left, left the job there or or got, uh, got terminated from there, um, you know, getting out and doing it, uh, you know, independently, um, I learned so much more. Yes. There's so many more things that are involved in that than just, uh, being involved with that one carrier. So it was, it was quite a learning experience once I, once I got out and, and was strictly independent and did it on my own, uh, with multiple carriers.
0: Totally. And as you look back, man, what was the best way for you to learn all those additional items? I mean, that's what, kind of that, that knowledge and those pieces, those details really like can bog a lot of people down and they yes. want, like you know, certain personality styles. So then you, you work with a lot of, you know, new and new agents. What, what do you, what did you do to like get up to speed quickly?
1: Yeah, it's how I teach it today. Uh, we start out, I start out with with a handful of carriers or less mm. So I start out with just specific carriers that offer multiple products because it's the easiest way to learn and it gives you multiple facets to be able to to take a client. You know, not just restrict yourself to, you know, just strictly final expense carriers. But if you run across a, a carrier, I'm, I'm not going to say any carrier names, but you run across carriers that have like multiple products. Um, I try to get. That's how I learned myself is to just get maybe a guaranteed issue carrier get it maybe two or three carriers that have, you know, a whole life product, a final expense, an IUL, a term product. That way, anything that I come across, I can help a client out. So I'm not restricted, but also I can learn those carriers specifically um, using their e-apps, using those things. And then, you know, then go from there. Once I have their e-app narrowed down, once I have their application narrowed down, once I have their underwriting narrowed down, you know, then I move on and, and, and expand into other carriers from there.
0: Yes. Yes. That makes a lot of sense, man. Cause I mean, so you would agree that you don't, a brand new agent doesn't need 25 different carriers.
1: No. If a, if an agent comes to me and says, you know, I want, you know, here's all the carriers that I offer you. I want all of them. I'm like, Whoa. Okay. Now here's my advice. And if they don't take it, then I'm like, you know, maybe this isn't the right fit for us. Maybe, you know, I can recommend you to somebody else that maybe can help you do that, but that's not the way I operate. Um, I yeah. think it's going to hinder you more than help you. And I think I have a way that I develop, that I've developed plenty of other high producing agents and that, that can work. And if you want to follow me, I'm more than happy. If you if you want to take it on your own and try to learn on your own, hey, that's not the way we operate. Maybe I can introduce you to somebody else that, that does do it that way. So again, it's not everybody's not right for me. I'm not right for everybody else. I want to work with the people that want to work with me, how we want to work and how I've grown to be successful. And if you want to do that, I can show you. I can show you the door you open it and let's go through it together. And we'll, we'll, you know, we'll make a lot of money together.
0: That's good, man. I love that. And, and you, you, you have that heart for people, you know, like naturally you want to help people. Um, before we get to like the production of your first year and like what those years look like, um, where's that piece come from? Like you, you you've always been, um, someone that I, I, I see is like, um, always intrigued about what's going on. Um, you would, you, you, you believe if you help people along the way, you'll just end up with what you need and what you want, you know, like, um, where's all that come from? Like, I do strike you as a guy that, you know, high integrity, morals, very reliable, you know, compassionate, like where, where's all that come from? You
1: think, um, you know, honestly, I think it comes from my dad passing so early. Um, I was the oldest, so, you Mm. know, I felt I had to be, you know, that caregiver, help my mom out, help my brothers out. And I just think that, um, you know, that kind of just, it trickled into what I, what I do today. Um, you know, I look at, you know, kind of, it's, it's kind of, uh, what do you want to say? Kind of, uh, not, not a catchy deal, but I kind of feel my, you know, feel as, as I am the father figure over, uh, over these agents and, and they're looking to me for help. You know, I've had a lot of agents come to me that have struggled in other areas, struggled with other, other people. And it's like, Hey, I can help you if you're willing to listen and, you know, willing to do what, what I've done to be successful. And, and I think it just comes from there. I just, I, I have that big heart and I think that big heart was, was developed over time from just losing my dad at a young age and having to, you know, be there for, for those folks that needed me the most, you know, my mom and, and my brothers and it's trickled into here today. And I just like to see people succeed. I think it's, it's the most rewarding experience. If you see somebody succeed, even if it's not, I haven't, you know, just one quick side note. I have an agent that came to me, um, you know, a couple years, uh, about a year ago. Uh, just struggling, man. He was, he was out of the, you know, get ready to get out of the business. And uh, you know, I connected him with an agent that wasn't even with us. You know, I we couldn't, I couldn't help him. It, it was something that he he wanted to take this route, and, and I I wasn't able to do that uh, for him. We weren't able disconnecting, but. He just uh, you know, if I had my Snapchat up, uh, if I could share our, our conversation over Snapchat, which I can't, it's gone. But you know, I reached out to him and I'm like, dude, it's amazing where you've gone in the last year. And you know, he's like, Yeah, I'm so blessed to met you. I'm I'm so happy you introduced me to to this agent and he's taken him places, dude's gonna do uh dude's gonna do twenty K this month. He's he says his goal is hit thirty wow. cool K a month and, and that's just it's not even with me. Like that's the thing. It's not even with me. Yes. I Obviously I want to help people and want them to stay with me, but if I can help you connect with someone that can, can truly help you like him, you know, we're still, we're still good friends. We still Snapchat together. We still share stuff and he's doing awesome. I mean, 20 K this month is, is great great, his goal is 30 and that kind of stuff. Just uh, it just helps me feel alive, man. It's just so awesome to be able to do that for folks.
0: Yeah. That's special, man. Like you don't hear that a lot, you know, like people, they get their feelings hurt or they like, you know, ruin relationships or they feel like everybody should just fit into their their little box, you know, but not everybody does, you know. That's so That's not cool. the case.
1: Not the yeah. case at all. And he was yeah. one that didn't, but he's one that's killing it in this industry. And I'm okay. sad he's not underneath me, um, but, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm so happy for him and where he's gone and, and look forward to him doing big things as we move forward. So, cool. yeah, that's
0: special. That's special. Uh, what, what did your did you start out jumping into final expense when you first went as an agent?
1: I did, man. I was a term and IUL guy. Okay, Uh, So yeah, I love the living benefits. I love the IUL. I like those, uh, niche things, the things that just are a little more complicated, take a little more learning. And because not everybody's willing to put in the work to learn some of those things. I mean, it takes a lot to understand an IUL and how it works and and what it can do for people. And and a lot of people are willing to do that. And it's not nothing against nothing against them. But um, that's the stuff that I like to do and, and that that I fell in love with. but final expense is so such a unique industry in itself that um, you know I wanted to be a part of that and help those folks that want to do final expense as well. So
0: yes, yes. and that's where is that what the personal Producer network really focuses on from a, from a niche standpoint?
1: Uh, we, we do we do mostly final expense. so that's it's about that's 75, 80 percent of our business um, again, we're, we're starting to grow a little bit more in the term and IUL space because that's where my, uh, unique set is. Um, but I do have a final expense background as well. So I've done multiple, multiple policy on final expense. I've, I've learned it. I know, know how to do it, know how to sell it, know what to do when it comes to doing that. But an IUL is just, is unique. You run across a couple of unique folks that can do that. And, and I like to work with those folks that want to learn that and want to do that as well, especially with living benefits too. On the yeah. term, I mean, those it, there's a need for all of it, um, and and I've been fortunate enough to be able to do all of it. So,
0: cool. And what, what did your like when you were part time? Um, what did your first? What did those next couple of years look like? Like, what was the first few months? The first few weeks? The first few, first year? You know, actually selling.
1: Oh man, 2013. um, I don't know if I can say this on here, but it was like, it was a little bit like hell in a nutshell, I guess. (laughs) If I can say that. Yes, yes. It was, man, there, you know, I am very fortunate that I ran across a very good mentor here um in my hometown that that he just wouldn't let me give up there are times where i walked into his office you know he would call me are you coming in today i'd be like no and he you know get your butt in here we're gonna do this you know uh but it was it was not good man i struggled i was i was horrible i was like man is this is this really for me should i should i just go back to working full-time at my job and, and not doing it um but it's I mean, people hanging up on me, screwing up on my script. I'm one of those guys that I, I have to be perfect. I feel like I have to be perfect on everything. You know, even videos I shoot, I feel like they need to be perfect. And I hear from all you guys all the time, just shoot them bedhead and all. Who cares what, what, you're, what you're in, you know, hat on, bedhead, whatever it is. Just shoot your video. If you have something to say, say it. I'm one of those guys that wants to be polo on and looking good and, and professional video and, and that. And, and so that kind of, that kind of, hindered me and he had to share with me like, dude, you're gonna mess up. You're gonna screw up. There's gonna be challenges. I'm not gonna let you quit. And he didn't. The first year was no. horrible. Second year, uh 2014, um I did probably twenty five thousand in, in business. I don't think I did even ten thousand in business my first year. Mm. Like it was it was horrible. Like I didn't I didn't give enough time to it.
0: less than ten thousand your first year?
1: Yeah, my first year. Like I didn't Wow. Yeah. In 2013, I just, I, there were times I called him a lot of times. It was like, I'm not coming in today. He would tell me to get butt, my butt in there and I, I just wouldn't go. And um, uh, so I just, I mean, I didn't write very many policies. It was. How did you survive? Well, at full-time job. So I still had a full-time job. Well, you were part-time job, so. while you had a full-time yes, job. Yes. So 2013, I was part-time. So I did, you know, part-time I did less than 10K, but uh, but, you know, it kept growing, you know, I suck with it. He wouldn't let me quit. I think my next year I did about a little over 20, 26 or 27 K. Um, again, these are all off the top of my head going back almost 10 years now. Um, Jeez. You know, 2015, I think I, I doubled that. So I did almost 60 K. Um, and then 2016, I think I did right around 60 K again. And then 2017 in March, that's when my job was moved. And so I think I had like 15K through March, end up doing, um, you know, my, the rest of it. So what was that, 85K over the net from March on, 85K. So I just did, or, a yeah, a little over 100. I think it was close to kind of 105,000, My my first, uh, wasn't my first full year, but, you know, my first nine months full time in the industry, I did, you know, probably a little over 85K, which put with my part-time stuff earlier and about 105, 107 after uh, my first year. So um, yeah, then from there, uh, then from there, this happened. So I got in, um, in 20, 2018 with uh, the personal producer network and kind of went from there. So. Wow. That's crazy, dude. That's nuts. It's a ride and I'll tell you, it was, it was not easy. It was difficult. I was missing which really hit me. That's, that's my first year out, you know, part-time, you know, I go in after five o'clock, you know, and you want me to do dials. You want me to go on appointments and, you know, I'm missing, I'm missing my kids' baseball games. I'm missing, you know, time with my wife, you know, I'm, I'm doing all these things. And I just, you know, I wanted those things. I wanted that faster than it was coming. You know, I wanted to be a part of all that stuff faster than it was coming. And didn't realize that I had to give up those things for just a small amount of time. Mm. Now, you know, I have time to do any of that. You know, I have all the time in the world to do any of that stuff. So I gave up a few years of missing those things to be where I am today. Now I'm, I'm, I haven't missed. I don't think I've missed one of my son's games um, for for several years now. So it's, for you. it's one of those things that yeah, you just have to give it up for a little while. Give up those things for a little while to get get back all of the time that you kind of gave up back then, and now I have it going forward. So yeah, would you?
0: You kept a full, you kept a part-time job for several years.
1: Yeah. Until 2017. So about four, well, about three, three and a quarter years. Okay. If you had to go back,
0: would you go full-time sooner?
1: <laughs> Heck yes. <laughs> I would have, I would hit the industry full-time just right off the bat. I wouldn't have, okay. I wouldn't have, uh, you know, knowing what I know now. Now you think about it and you know, you did 10K in the first year without a, would you have survived? Probably not. Uh, but I think about it now, like knowing what I know now, like give up those small things for the time I have now and the success I have now. Yes. If I could have had it sooner, I would definitely go back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you kind of drug it out for several years.
1: I did. I drug it out for way longer than most people do. Um, but you stuck with it. I did. I did. And I, I blame, you know, I'm not, I hope my wife doesn't see this, but I kind of blame her. Uh, she, she, she had the, I'm more of the, let's, let's go do it. She's more of the thinker and, and planner. Like, well, how are we going to do this? That type of thing. Uh, so just knowing her concerns, I kept my part or my, my full-time job for longer than I probably would have yep. being alone, uh, or being with her. But, uh, you know, then again, it all works out in the way that God wants to, and this is the way it's working out for me. Um, but if I can go back and, and help anybody understand what this industry can do for them, um, if they just jump in and put all in. Totally. Uh, it's, it's amazing things, man. So do yes. it as soon as you possibly can. I
0: love that. That's such good advice. That's why I wanted to go that direction. Um, what advice would you give? Like, what did you do to go from 10 K 26 K 60 K 60 K and then boom over a hundred in 2017 of that full year? Um, almost doubled. Yes. You had time on your hands, but what else did you do differently?
1: Uh, I think I, I, I followed my my mentor, mentors, I've had some great mentors over over time, so I followed their advice and one of them, you know, one of them told me that I had to, you know, I need appointments on my calendar every day. You know, it's not something that if you don't have appointments, you're not seeing people or talking to people. I guess I wouldn't say appointments. I would say if you're not talking to people or have an appointment, uh, something on your calendar, then, uh, then you're not doing what you need to do to be successful mm. and you have to give this hundred percent. You can't treat this like a part-time deal. I know you want to be a part of your kids deal here. I know you want to be a part of your kids deal there, be with, you know, go on a date now with your wife. You got to give some of those things up. You got to treat this like a full-time job and sometimes even more. Um, but you have to give up those things for that shorter period of time to have the things that you want later on. And that's, that was probably the best advice I was given is, is, you have to continue to treat this whether you whether you just go and, and move yourself from a full-time job you have to treat it like it's a full-time job and even more in the beginning and continue okay. to work it every day get better learn read you know I still watch your YouTube, you your YouTube videos on the daily man every day I'm wow. still you know, you know me. Things I picked up from from watching Ultimate Agent, uh, that type of stuff. Just being a part of those things and hearing those mentors talk to those guys. There's new stuff I'm trying every day. Um, you know, just because uh, you know, I want to. I know this industry is one that you have to learn and adapt. I mean, this is a changing industry every day. It changes all the time. I mean, just think about it. How many? You know, two, three years ago. How many people were doing E apps? Man, there wasn't a whole lot of that stuff going on. Now it's like the thing if you're not doing E apps, then why? People are like, why are you're you like ancient? Yeah. yeah. Like, why are you doing paper? You know, and it's two or three years ago. I mean, that's a short amount of time. So, this, this is all I'm always learning, always adapting. Um, you know, I'm always picking up from events like yours, events like, you know, uh, you know, any any event that I go to, I'm talking to people, figuring out what they're doing, finding out how they're successful and what they do, and who they're following on YouTube, who they're following with podcasts, who who they're listening to, and, and picking up new things every day because yes. I always I know that you have to continue to learn to be successful in this industry. If you stick with one thing, it, it it's going to, you know, you're going to have to adapt and grow out of that eventually. It's not going to always work for you two, three, four, five years down the road. Um, Just like people that thought they were going to write paper forever, not happening now. People that thought they are always going to have to carry around an underwriting guide with them, not happening now. You know, you got different tools that can help you out with those things and can make your job so much easier. So um, I think those are the biggest things that you're always learning and adapting in this industry and being a part of any event that you can go to, whether it's NAFO, whether it's, you know, your events, whether it's, uh, you know, anything that you can get involved in that has uh, from five agents to 2000 agents, get involved and talk to people and don't be afraid to share things that you've learned. Don't be afraid to take in advice that they're going to share with you.
0: Yes. Yes. Dude, such good advice, man, for someone that's got such a vast um, array of experience in this space. I mean, you went slow for years and now you've went fast for, for, you know, several years. Right. And you've, you've yeah. accomplished, accomplished a lot, but you've proven what you can accomplish in a, in a span of, you know, four, four or five years. If you just really get serious
1: about it, you know, exactly.
0: Um, yeah. Which is so cool. Uh, if they want to reach out to you, learn more from you, connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Man, uh, reach out. You can get on our website. So go to our website, www.tppnameralife.com. Go ahead and check that out. Um, you can reach out to me, man. My cell phone is always available. So my my personal cell phone number, 319-721-4212. Hit me up. You can shoot me a text. Um, you can shoot me a phone call. I'm always interested to, not only, I mean, if you just want to reach out and, and chat about what you've been doing, I'm not always looking to recruit people that call me or I just want to learn and chat with you. If there's something, if you're interested in working with me, more power to you. If you just want to chat and learn something from me, great. I'm gonna. But if you call me, and want to learn something from me, you know, expect I want to learn something from you too. So don't uh, don't call and try to take all my knowledge. I want to take some of your knowledge as well. All right. So uh, that's that's you got to you got give and take there. It's a two way street, and, and I'm, I'm willing to share mine. But I want to learn from you too. So don't. If you want to call and talk to me, I'll be willing to share as well. So I'm always I'm always looking for those fun phone calls. So
0: boom. I love that, Jeremiah Tacker. Thanks for. Uh, being a good dude. Thanks for sharing all your wisdom today. And I appreciate you being on the channel. You're awesome.
1: Appreciate you having me, man. Thanks, Cody.
0: Thank you, brother. Those listening, man. Thank you so much for watching. Give Jeremiah some love in the comments below. Definitely text him, reach out to him, let him know what you're thinking. And we'll see you on the next interview. Adios.